The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. You're with Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, welcome aboard. It is four minutes past the hour of 9 p.m. on Thursday night here on the uh, east coast of the United States. You know what day and time it is wherever you are partaking of the Steve Malzberg Show on TNT. And probably a lot of you uh, where you are, it's already March. And uh, I guess it's going to come in like a lion and go out like a lamb. That's well, well that's maybe that's unique to the uh, to, to the United States in the Northeast where I've lived all my life. I don't know. Can't be the same for everybody. Um, anyway, last day of February here, February 29th. I always wondered what it would be like to have been born on February 29th. And of course, you know, you celebrate your birthday once every four years, then I guess you got to, I don't know how you reconcile when your birthday should be celebrated <laughs> on the other three years. It's kind of like my dog, when I adopted him, they said, oh, he's about a year old. So I'm going to make his birthday the day, the anniversary of the day I adopted him, which will be April 15th. So that's just, you know, me, it's kind of like, we don't know his real birthday. And when you were born on February 29th, as a kid, especially, I don't know. Do you pair the parents lie to you? Do they <laughs> tell you later on that uh, you know? Well, you only celebrate your birthday once every four years, really, because blah 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 blah. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't recall a Seinfeld episode on that, so I really can't comment any further. Now, back to uh, real life and real situations. Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump went down to the border near Mexico today. They went, however, to two totally different places. Joe Biden decided to go to Brownsville, Texas, where right now, if anybody comes across the border there, it's a handful, okay? Trump, Trump went to Eagle Pass, Texas, where there is an invasion. The uh, head of the Border Patrol Union was with Trump. He ripped, ripped Joe Biden. Uh, we'll have that sound for you tomorrow. And what I don't understand is I keep hearing, and it's probably true, but isn't it, don't they keep saying that the, the, the Border Patrol Union is in favor of that bill that the Democrats keep talking about, the bipartisan Senate bill that would have been the best ever, would have solved the whole immigration problem, which is nonsense. Um, even the Border Patrol agents are, you know, union is in favor of it, which to me, even if that were the case, this guy didn't sound like he was in favor of what Joe Biden is saying. And number two, even if the Border Patrol head of the union says, or the head even out of the union of the board says, oh, this is great. I'm in favor of it. It goes back to the United Auto Workers Union, which we played for you at the time about a month or so ago. The union chief of the United Auto Workers stood there and endorsed Joe Biden, trashed Donald Trump. Hours later, goes on Neil Cavuto on Fox and admits, Neil, most of my members are going to vote for Trump. Okay, that little tidbit was not reported by the rest of the media, only that the United Auto Workers endorsed Joe Biden. Baloney, the president of the workers, endorsed Joe Biden. The workers, the members, according to the, the, the president himself of the, of the union, they're going to vote for Trump. 
but nobody cared to report on that. So I don't care that a union head says this or says that. It doesn't mean the membership goes along with him. Always remember that. Always remember that lesson, kids. Okay, now let's get to some Donald Trump and let's get to some uh, Joe Biden. Here's Donald Trump speaking at Eagle Pass, Texas, and, and you know, again, bringing up um, Lakeland Riley. I believe he's going to say he, he spoke with her parents. And, and remember when she was murdered, the Georgia University of Georgia student who was out jogging and she was murdered and they said that she was hit in the head. That's what killed her. Well, that was preliminary. And I said, oh, let's hope that she didn't see it coming and she didn't suffer. We've learned a lot since then. This, if he did it as, as, as accused, if he did it as accused, this animal, this subhuman scum animal, first of all, she knew it was coming. She knew she was in danger. She tried calling 911. And then the phone went dead. Probably he took it. The skull was disfigured. She was brutally assaulted and attacked. So she suffered, in all likelihood, unfortunately, greatly. What I had hoped the blow to the head had indicated was that, you know, she never saw it coming, but that's not the case. What a, what a shame. What a shame. So Trump talks about her and more victims of uh, illegal alien crime, uh, while Biden still, I don't think, has mentioned the young lady's name because it's not George Floyd. That's why he hasn't mentioned her name. He mentioned George Floyd's name pretty damn quick. Here's um, Trump, cut 342. One week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond, beyond belief. But she was beautiful, just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted, horrifically beaten kidnapped and savagely murdered. The monster that charged uh, charged in the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked Joe Biden. He's crooked. I took the name away from Hillary because she's no longer relevant, I guess. She was terrible, but he is what he is doing is just unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And I just wish he could be held responsible legally for what's going on. Of course, he's not doing it. He's being told what to do. We'll get to Biden in a second because it's, it's worse than ever. What happened today is just... just um, here's more from uh, Donald Trump in Eagle Pass, Texas, cut number two, uh, 343. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. It's been just a horrible story that we've had to live with for the last few days. It's hard to believe. And her parents are just, they can never be the same. Great people. Just four days ago, an illegal alien in Louisiana was arrested for brutally raping a 14-year-old girl while holding a 
knife to her throat. And he then allegedly robbed a man who was getting out of his car in front of his home and repeatedly stabbed him in the face, in the back, in the face many, many times before police found this person standing in the middle of a street, all covered with blood, standing over the blood of the man he was attacking. Last year, a sadistic illegal alien criminal who was released into our country by Joe Biden was arrested for raping an 11-year-old girl and strangling her to death in Pasadena, Texas. And shortly before she was murdered, she texted her father that someone was knocking at the door. He arrived home from work and found his daughter's body stuffed in a laundry basket underneath the bed. I mean, the, 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 you, you know, the list of, 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 of horrors goes on and on and on and on. And the left, their favorite line is, ah, statistics show that uh, Native Americans, not, not, not Native Americans, uh, American citizens uh, born here, um, they commit the crime at a much higher rate than the illegal who come in. Oh, isn't that wonderful? That's just wonderful. First of all, show me the report that shows that and stop talking about it. Um, this should, I, I can't, I can't even listen to them. I can't watch them. They're all becoming the same as Jill Biden. It's interchangeable. They're like nails on a blackboard to me. I can't, I can't stand to look at them. They leave out these stories that need to be reported. It's fake news by omission. And they cover up for Joe Biden. And all they, and again, by any means necessary, beat Joe, uh, Donald Trump, make sure he's not the president. By any means necessary. They keep saying it. And I keep warning against what they are saying. Because any means necessary covers a whole lot of freaking ground. Let's uh, leave it to Trump. He's got now. Now he's got now he's got a name for Gavin Newsom. Okay, um, here's cut three forty four. Horrible, crooked Joe is the blood of countless innocent victims. It's so many stories to tell. So many horrible stories. Three years ago, we had the most secure border in history. Brandon was saying it. The general was saying it. We had the most secure border, and people weren't coming because they knew they weren't going to get in. And we weren't promising free education, free medical, free everything. I mean, all the promises that are made, no wonder they come. I mean, you look at what this governor, Newscum from California, isn't that his name, Newscum? Okay, it, it got cut off. I, I told them to go to the end because I wanted you to hear what, as much as we could. Gavin Newscum. <laughs> and he's going after him. Excuse me. I would imagine because there's a chance that Gavin Newsom or Newscum, um, yeah, not Newscum, although he might say that, Newscum, same thing, um, might be on the ticket or at the top of the ticket. Because, folks, it just isn't going to be Joe Biden. It just isn't going to be him. Now, let me tell you. I watched this. I don't have it for you today, but 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 because you know this some of this stuff came a little later. But Joe Biden, when he spoke, we'll, we'll give you a, a little bit of what he had to say uh, during his uh, much more tame tour in a much tamer region of Texas at the border, quote unquote. He actually said, "Oh, oh, 
there that's my mark i gotta stand on the x i gotta i gotta stand on my mark they you know they tell me where to stand uh if i don't uh, i'll get in trouble how many times have we heard him say no if i don't call on the, i'll get in trouble if i don't uh, do this I'll, I'll get in trouble <laughs> they tell him where to stand they put x's down from telling him where to stand because if he if they don't we've seen what happens he walks around he doesn't know where to go he, he he wanders off stage this man will not be running for president he will not be on the ticket and this witch this jill biden witch eyes closed gimme 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 i'm the first lady gimme 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 that's all she cares about it's all she cares about I mean, I mean, you know, can you imagine Melania Trump said that and Melania Trump called a bunch of Hispanic Americans uh, tacos and mispronounced bodegas? I mean, I mean, you can't make it up. And she's a doctor. She's an educator. <laughs> wow. OK, so here we go with uh, very old Joe. And oh, 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 before we get to Joe. CNN bringing you Trump's remarks. Oh, they had to cut out because Trump was telling lies. Um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, uh, Caitlin Collins was uh, in rare form. And again, you're going to hear every time Biden says that he needs Congress to secure the border, we know that's a filthy, dirty lie. But they don't cut out of Biden speaking. Biden lies all the time, makes things up, gets things wrong. They don't cut out of Biden speaking ever, ever. And say, oh, he's lying. That's not true. Blah, blah, blah. They don't do it. They just don't do it. And it's, 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 you know, CNN is, uh, is really good at it. Really good at it. Again, by any means necessary, by any means necessary. Okay. So let's say uh, we do have that now. And I got the best crew working with me here, folks. Uh, let's, uh, it's my fault. I fed these cuts late, as I alluded to, and uh, now we got it straightened out. Again, it's on me. Here's cut 345. They have it done. And, I'm and you have been listening to former President Donald Trump. He is in Eagle Pass today. And, of course, he is there at the time that President Biden is also on the ground. We are waiting to hear from President Biden. We're going to take those remarks live. But as we do after every Trump speech, it seems we have to have a series of fact checks because at multiple times in just those brief remarks there, he made several lies. He told several lies about the border, also misrepresented his own past on the border and what he did while he was in office. CNN's Daniel Dale is here, our resident fact check reporter. Daniel, obviously we've been listening to this. I'm just writing down several of the things that he said that weren't true in there. First off is the one that he has claimed repeatedly that I know you personally tried to fact check, which is that there are people from jails and mental institutions that are being emptied and those people are coming across the border, something that the Trump campaign has never been able to provide any evidence of, yet he still repeats it almost every time he talks about the border. <laughs> oh my god oh my god you know it, it this so everything trump says he's supposed to provide evidence to you is that that it every claim he makes he's supposed to provide evidence to you 
Wow. Wow. You know, you accept Hamas's claims, and we found that from the defense secretary, the one who went missing in the hospital and didn't tell the president of the United States that he was missing in the hospital. We, he was asked today about the death toll in Gaza. He quoted uh, the Hamas statistics of how many dead, and then later on the Pentagon had to clarify and say, those are Hamas statistics. We, and I'm quoting from what they put in their in their statement, we have no way of knowing that number. They have no way of knowing the number. Has Caitlin Collins ever questioned that number? Has Co Caitlin Collins ever asked uh, uh, one of the spokespeople uh, from the Palestinian side or one of their own reporters on the ground there, where's the documentation that you're asking from Donald Trump when he makes a claim? Trump was president. Hamas are terrorists. You give them them more benefit of the doubt than you give to Donald Trump. You're disgusting. Disgusting. All of you. The whole so-called media. And here's the fact checker. Here's Daniel Dale. Um, Cut number 346. I asked the Trump campaign, what is the evidence that unnamed foreign leaders are emptying out their institutions, their jails, sending people here as migrants? They couldn't come up with anything. I also took some notes. He said that, you know, we see columns of fighting aged men. They look like warriors. There is zero basis, Caitlin, for this idea that unnamed foreign <laughs> countries are surreptitiously using migrants to assemble some sort of anti-U.S. fighting force. You hear this on the far right. Even if you think that many migrants are economic migrants rather than true asylum claimants. That's not an army. It's just nonsense. He talked about a supposed new form of crime under President Biden. He says, new, you know, it's migrant crime. Look, some undocumented people have committed crimes under every president, under President Trump, again, under President Biden. We have had some high profile recent tragic cases, but every piece of data, all good studies show that undocumented people like other immigrants commit crimes at lower rates than native born Americans. Okay. Name the study. What, why don't we cut out of him? Why? Because he, I, I say he's lying. You know why I say he's lying? Same reason CNN says Trump's lying. Fail to present documentation of claims. Name the report. Name the study. Show the statistics. Do you see how they operate? Trump and the right say that these are these these young men coming over from countries look like warriors. Uh, if you think they look like warriors, then they look like warriors. That's not true, says CNN. Really? You're going to tell somebody what to think? Or you're going to I mean, it's just you, again, if you if you if you let it get to you like I'm letting it get to me, it'll drive you insane. Insane. And then Biden could stand there and mumble and stumble and fall and lie and make things up. And my son died in, in Iraq. And, you know, I met with this guy who's dead for 10 years. And I mean, and they'll never cut out of him. They'll never fact check Biden. As a matter of fact, when the New York Times fact checked Biden the other day, we played you the cut. Former uh, uh, U.S. Senator Claire McCaskill, Democrat, who's now an MSNBC contributor with Joe and Mika, said, how dare the Times fact check Joe Biden? what she said i'm paraphrasing but that was the gist of it <laughs> it just you can't make it up so here is joe biden lying in my view uh here's cut 347 
I understand my predecessor's legal past today. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. You know and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border security bill this country has ever seen. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? Let's remember who the heck we work for. We work for the American people, not the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. We work for the American people. And let's remember who we are. We're the United States of America. No, I mean this. Think about this. There's nothing, nothing beyond our capacity. Nothing when we work together. And if all things we should be working together on is this, we have the formula to get it done. God bless you all. May God protect our border patrol and God protect our troops. Um, I guess he ran out of energy there. <laughs> How apropos uh, for that. Okay, so so again, making believe that we need to pass this bill, which has is, is not... Yeah. We, again, oh, we need more border agents, more lawyers, more judges, bigger facilities. No, we need to keep them out. More lawyers, more judges, more facilities means we're bringing them in. Keep them out. Build a wall, keep them in Mexico, sign the executive order reverse of what you signed, which reversed what Trump signed. And as a matter of fact, there were so many uh, bills, so many that were, um, I, I, I will leave this actually to, um, I'm going to skip ahead. Let's do 341. I want, to, I want you to go back to September 23rd, September 23rd, 2021, and listen to the disgusting Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas. Listen to what he said, I believe, on MSNBC about what Biden has done for immigration. This is going back, uh, uh, you know, a year, a year and a half, just about 341. And I'd like to understand from you what Trump era immigration policies have been banned, ended, reversed, and if any investigations are underway by you. Uh, so we have rescinded so many uh, Trump immigration policies. It would take so much time to list them. Wow. We have rescinded so many Trump immigration policies, it would take too much time to list them. And as a result, you're seeing the invasion we have now. This, 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 this arrogant, pompous ass, Justin, who, who, who was uh, uh, impeached by the uh, U.S. Uh, Congress, the U.S. House of Representatives, Homeland Security uh, uh, head admitted, admitted that they overturned so many uh, Trump immigration policies, we can't count them. How's that? How's that? And that was a year and a half ago. Seven, over seven million illegals have come into this country under Joe Biden. Over seven million. It is... It is insane. Now, I want you to listen to Corinne uh, Jean-Pierre. This will be 340. Corinne Jean-Pierre, self-proclaimed uh, historic figure on CNN, um, talking about uh, 
talk oh yeah well talking about uh, Lake and Riley and uh, some other crimes committed by illegals here's cut 340 one of the things that that some Americans are focused on are crimes that are allegedly being committed by migrants who are in the country illegally there was the death of Lake and Riley in Georgia there's been an arrest made there republicans are directly blaming president biden for this uh republican senator josh hawley said quote these deaths are on him what's the white house response to that so first of all i want to offer uh, our condolences to the family uh, of lake and i mean this is a horrific horrific loss for any family and obviously uh, any if whoever is found guilty uh, we need to make sure that uh, make sure that that happens and obviously uh, we don't want to uh, we don't want to see uh, anything happen like that again but here's the thing we have done the work uh, to make sure we're dealing with a broken immigration system. The Republicans have gotten in the way. The, 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 she, she referred to Lake and Riley as Lake and, and kind of skipped over it and, and moved on. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's a unique name. You know, say it was, uh, I don't know. I don't want to use anybody's name. Say it was, um, I, I'm not going to do it, but say it was your name. Okay, say it was your your daughter's name, God forbid. Who 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 had happened to her? What happened to to Lake and Riley? And then this this thing comes on, and she says, well, "You know, we were so sorry for what happened to." And they use most of the first name of your daughter before she skips on to make a bigger point. Really, that's the respect she shows. What the hell is wrong with this woman? Oh my God, they're all out of their minds. They're all insane. Yeah, the Republicans have gotten in the way. We got rid of so many Trump era immigration laws, we can't count them. But the Republicans are to blame. <laughs> wow, she is so pathetic. When she gets out of, when she gives this job up or gets fired from it or whatever, what's it going to be? MSNBC for her. Absolutely. MSNBC isn't radical enough to the left for her, isn't radical enough for who this woman is. Oof, oof. Okay, uh, we're going to come back. We have some more. I want to show you a meeting, a city council meeting from Seattle, where some of the council members called the police because they were frightened for their safety. From who? American citizens? No. Steve Malsberg right here on TNT. TNT's Bruce de Torres. The U.S. has conducted numerous wars since the end of what is euphemistically called the post-war era. Korea, Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, Afghanistan, Yugoslavia, Iraq, Libya, Syria, Yemen, and now Palestine and Ukraine. The unspoken objective is not to win the war but to engineer the destruction of entire countries, create political and social chaos with a view to ultimately picking up the pieces and taking control of the national economies of sovereign nation states. World Stage and Bruce DeTorres on today's News Talk TNT. Anticipate potential delays for the morning commute. In other news, a recent government report on prescription drug pricing points to corporate mouth... Freedom of the press is about your right to know. What are you talking about, man? Look at this. It's about your right to be informed. 
Your right to access all types of information keeps us free as a nation. No, 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 no. Today, there are real threats to press freedom. And your right to know about the world around us. Look. Some threats are obvious, some are easy to miss, but they all put our way of life at risk. We must defend against all of these threats, no matter what kind of news is important to you. Justified putting American troops in harm's way. That's a great question. We must protect our right to know before it's too late. Understand the threats. Protectpressfreedom.org. The human mind is like a computer. No matter how efficient it may be, its reliability is only as great as the information fed into it. That's a campaign promise. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. We mandate that the truth be told. You're hearing it. TNT. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Okay, little line from a movie there. Welcome back, Steve Malsberg, right here on uh, TNT. Okay, so uh, this is uh, courtesy of KOMO uh, News, Seattle. Is there a bigger liberal city than Seattle? So the city council is meeting, and uh, the very friendly illegals uh, pop in. And here is cut, uh, here's the report, cut 332. Seattle City Council disrupted as asylum seekers and their supporters once again pleaded for support. Council President Sarah Nelson saying there are limited resources here. I don't really want to participate in in the, a conversation that should be had with uh, county leaders, state leaders, federal leaders. Council ultimately took a break from the meeting in the middle of chants from protesters yelling on behalf of the refugees. At one point, Councilmember Kathy Moore requested that SPD take action. We request that we have police response. Uh, our physical safety is being threatened by the actions of the demonstrators outside banging on the windows. Eventually, arrests were made. It's the second time in two months that the group from Latin America has called upon Seattle leaders to fund their temporary housing. Refugees have been living in different area hotels, most recently this one in Kent. That stay was funded by Seattle taxpayers. Hennessy's from Venezuela said she knows this protest wasn't the most correct thing to do, but they've got kids. They feel pressured to act for them. And there's... There you go. There you go. Refugees. Now they're refugees. Um, I, I saw some statement that called them uh, guests. <laughs> yeah, can we spell it? Illegals. 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 If they're here illegally, they're illegal aliens, and they don't belong here, and they should be sent back. Unbelievable. Okay, let's move on. Speaking of unbelievable. Wow. I mean, what 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 can, what can I say here? First, let me let me give you. Um, this is a woman that's vice president of the United States of America. God only knows how. And I would love to know her IQ. I would I would pay money to learn her IQ. There's, in my opinion, there's something wrong with her. You know. We've heard her speak a million times. She doesn't do that cockamamie laugh as much anymore. Uh, I guess she was weaned off that. That's progress after three years, huh? Uh, but, you know, she just... So, um, and she's a heartbeat away from the presidency, of course. 
So here is uh, Kamala Harris uh, talking about um, the federal, and this is incredible, federal uh, work program. A federal work program is going to pay students now to register voters. And of course, it's all nonpartisan. It's all nonpartisan baloney. So here's here she is talking about this cut 330. We have been doing work to promote voter participation for students. And for example, we have um, under the federal work study program now allow students to get paid through federal work study to register people um, and to be nonpartisan poll workers. As we know, this is important for a number of reasons. One, to engage our young leaders in this process and, and activate them in terms of their ability to, to strengthen our communities. I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. This is the federal work studies program. Now paying students to go register voters. And who are they going to be registering? Other students? Who goes to these colleges? Who's going to volunteer to go register people? I mean, this is just this is just such a blatant. And again, you know, hey, here's your you could you could send in a mail-in ballot. Hey, you could start voting for president in a couple of weeks, probably. This system is so, so messed up, so flawed. But what's worse than what she just said and what we just heard her say, listen to what she said in the wake of the, the murders, the, the beating of cops, the shootings, the rapes that we've heard about most recently, and the horrific prosecutors that are in our cities, the ultra-liberal progressive prosecutors who don't want to put people in jail, uh, uh, the end of cash bail. These are, these are suicidal policies, suicidal, but not to the woman who campaigned on um, make, make, and contributing money. She put out on her, tw on her Twitter account, People should contribute money to let the, the Minneapolis rioters during George Floyd out on bail. Contribute money to have them raise money to get out on bail. That's who this person is. So I don't care that she was a prosecutor. She was this, that in California. I don't care. There's something wrong with her. And her policies are a recipe for suicide of this country, which is what Barack Obama and his ilk always wanted. And I mean political ilk. Here is cut number 339. Having progressive prosecutors, for example, who can show what is possible and then show that it works and show that, frankly, it's not contrary at all to public safety. In fact, it is a better way. It is a very effective way, among other ways, to achieve public safety. Really? Really? Letting people out without bail who are accused of all kinds of violent crime is a better way to achieve public safety? Really? How brain dead do you have to be? How brain dead do you have to be? I mean, I was waiting for the, 
what, 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 what can be unencumbered by what was. She almost went there. She had half of it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This, 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 this could be president of the United States if the ticket remains Biden and Harris. Who, how could you vote for Biden? An 81-year-old man with her waiting in the wings. Wow. Just, just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Well, I got, luckily, I don't have to say it. I have someone who else will, who will say it. This nonsense, this, this bull crap, this, this, this narrative that's pushed by the left wing, the media, they're all one and the same, that Trump is going to be a dictator on day one. He's going to jail his opponents. He's going to kill his opponents, and he's never going to leave office, and it's going to be the end of democracy, and he's going to put his enemies in jail. Rachel Maddow, Rachel Maddow. Yeah, she's still around. She does a show on Mondays and maybe more. I don't know. Um, here she is talking about how, according to her, Trump will, if he wins, never leave office. Here's cut 331. The important question here is not whether the Supreme Court is going to decide that Donald Trump and all presidents are immune from prosecution for things they commit, crimes they committed while they were president. I mean, it would be fully insane for them to actually side with Trump here, right? The conclusion that we can arrive at now based on what they have done without having to wait for the ruling is that they are ensuring that Trump will not face trial. And when they inevitably rule that presidents aren't immune from prosecution after they leave office, what that will tell Donald Trump, if by then he is president, is that he can never leave the office of the presidency. And if he is voted out in 2028, he cannot leave office and he is willing to com- he, is, he is welcome to commit any crimes he wants to as long as he is still president in order to ignore the result of that election and stay in power for life because otherwise he is going to go to prison when he gets out <laughs> and uh, how might he accomplish this uh, rachel oh well by killing all his opponents and jailing everybody and uh, putting everybody in camps and becoming a dictator and you know no please it's just it's just folks have you could you ever have imagined any of this ever when you i don't know i don't know how far you want to go back you know how far do you want to go back carter reagan uh reagan mondale um, that, 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 that was 88, uh, 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 Clinton, uh, who the heck ran against Clinton? I forget. And then Clinton again. And then, boy, I mean, all the elections, any election, even the first to go around with Trump. Could you ever have imagined in your wildest dreams or nightmares that this is where we would be? You Again, the end of democracy? Look what they're doing to this guy. Everything possible. Everything possible without violence. And let's hope it stays that way because that's what scares me. But when they say by any means necessary, because they say it, some of them. But, you know, how how many indictments, charges, 
you know, he's this, he's that, he's a Nazi, he's this, he's Putin, he wants to kill his opponents, he's that. It just doesn't stop ever, ever. Could you ever have imagined that? That they could attack a guy like they what, what they've done to Trump, starting when he was president. With the Russian hoax, the Russian nonsense, Russiagate, and the impeachments doesn't end. Okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, and uh, I want you to hear more with Rachel Maddow. She had on a, 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 a guest talking about the First Amendment, MSNBC legal analyst, uh, talking about how the First Amendment is really a danger, and they believe it. They believe it because they want to decide what's truth. They want to decide what should be heard and what, what's allowed to be said. They want to decide. They will define truth and fact. And if you say something different, you belong in jail. You belong shut up, put away. And she doesn't say all that, but that's what she means in my, my view. Steve Malsberg right here on TNT. Deweaponizing weather with reality and perspective. So here's an interesting little tidbit. The month of February in the United States has had 132 all-time record highs. Now, let's assume 100 years ago, it was just as warm as the weather that has set these all-time record highs. How many stations do you think would have had record highs? See what I'm saying? There are a lot more stations established across the United States now than there were 100 years ago, than there were 50 years ago, than there were 20 years ago. Some of the stations that broke their all-time record highs have had historical records of only 30 to 40 years. Now, that does not mean it was not an impressive display of warmth in the month of February. But let's say these record highs occurred just a couple of days ago. Well, most of the places that had those record highs had 40 to 60 degree temperature drops in the following couple of days. We've got wildfires going on in the Texas Panhandle where it's likely to snow tomorrow night. At least at times, it may snow into Dallas tomorrow night. So the weather is capable of wild swings. Now that is still a fantastic fact that 132 all-time record highs were set in the month of February in the United States. However, you still have to put it in perspective. This is TNT Climate and Weather Watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. The thing that drives me every day as a dad is him. Every day he's hungry for something. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that he's a good person. I think the advice I would give is you don't need to know all the answers. It's okay to make mistakes. As long as it's coming from love, then it kind of starts to work itself out. The Steve Malzberg Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, folks, we are back, and um, I know you know that, and I thank you for being out there and for listening and watching, and I thank you for doing that every day, uh, not only to this show, but all the shows that you uh, partake of on uh, TNT Radio. Uh, 
You've heard me say it before. Nobody does what we do here. We're two and a half years old, and look what we're doing. We have hosts all over the world. We have the best uh, the best staff, uh, as evidenced by how they corrected uh, my mistake earlier with the wrong cuts and did it like that. Um, we offer view- various viewpoints from uh, from around the world, different hosts, and um, other people say they do it, but they just don't. They can't, and they don't. They do have sponsors, and the sponsors enable a lot of the other media platforms, as we document here on this show, to lie, to to put forth fake news, either by omission or otherwise. And um, they, they're okay with it, the sponsors. Uh, we're not okay with that. And so while we are in the process of uh, getting more sponsors, the right kind of sponsors to help us with our programming, I'm asking you, we're all asking you here at TNT, help us out. Make a contribution if you can, whatever you can. And you could do that by going to tnt.live. T- I'm sorry, tntradio.com. Dot live tntradio.live see that's why i used to have it right in front of me but i it's in my head skipped a little bit tntradio.live and just give whatever you you could give uh be much appreciated and it'll enable us to just keep on going keep on doing what we are doing okay so let me move on as uh, as i promised this is rachel maddow she's got this um msnbc uh, uh, legal analyst barbara McQuaid, and they're talking about the First Amendment, something that she wrote about the First Amendment. Here's the question uh, to Miss McQuaid from Rachel Maddow, cut 333. You write about the United States um, extensively and with a lot of detail, but you also draw in some comparisons from other countries. You talk about other strongmen leaders, other countries that have transitioned from a mostly democratic form of government to a less democratic form. Do you believe the U.S. is particularly vulnerable to to disinformation, or do you believe that we're kind of unexceptional and and, uh, uh, and it's the same? We're, we're as susceptible to it as, as every other country. Actually, Rachel, I think we're more susceptible to it than other countries. And that's because some of our greatest strengths can also be our Achilles heel. So, for example, our deep commitment to free speech in our First Amendment. It is a cherished right. It is an important right in democracy. And nobody wants to get rid of it. But it makes us vulnerable to claims that anything we try to do to regulate speech is censorship. Of course, the Supreme Court has held mm. that all fundamental rights, even the right to free speech, can be limited as long as there is a compelling governmental interest and the restriction is narrowly tailored to achieve that interest. Yet, yeah. uh, nobody wants to get rid of the First Amendment. But whenever there's a but that follows a statement, you know it basically renders that previous statement uh, irrelevant. You got to go for what's coming after the but. And you heard it. And the problem with the First Amendment, no one wants to get rid of it. But, you know, it just uh, basically allows uh, everybody to to say what they want to say and claim that it's a fact. And, Rachel, only you and I know what the facts are. We should determine what the facts are. Uh, Here's cut number 334. But I think anytime someone tries to do anything that might limit free speech, people claim censorship. I mean, just look at the case the Supreme Court heard today about efforts by the states of Florida and Texas to prevent social media companies from moderating content online. And they call it censorship, that they are trying to silence conservative voices. Uh, Of course, social media companies are private actors who are not bound by the First Amendment. And so we need to have a conversation and common sense solutions to these things. 
Instead, we throw out terms like censorship, we call each other names, we use labels, and we, we all retreat to our opposite sides. We need to be pragmatic and come with, up with real solutions. But it is, I think, one of the things that makes America particularly vulnerable to disinformation. The First Amendment makes America particularly vulnerable uh, to misinformation. Well, you know what? The American people will have to decide what's true and what's not true. And again, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater because it becomes a danger. But if you have an opinion, uh, for instance, an opinion that I don't know, I'm speculating based on the conversation I just heard and based on how many uh, times I've heard Rachel Maddow, that if they could, they would like to declare that Donald Trump committed, you know, uh, insurrection, treason, whatever. And anybody who says otherwise or writes otherwise or posts otherwise is posting false information. And of course, that's, that's, that's just not the case. But that's their danger. See, it's a danger. Anybody in my, again, they didn't say in these words, my interpretation. Anybody who disagrees from the narrative, the leftist, liberal, far left narrative, is a danger. And because we have a First Amendment, it's going to be really hard to stop them. And that's a danger we face in this country. Now, nobody wants to take away the First Amendment, but tell me, the left, if they could get rid of the First Amendment and use it, use that to stifle the right in a second. Oh, Look what they're doing. To, the, the example is what they're doing to Trump. They either don't carry his speeches or they cut out of them <clears throat> because they can't allow him to keep saying what he's saying. Where's the documentation that Venezuela is emptying the jails? Where's the documentation? <clears throat> but it's okay for CNN to then say that, oh, we've seen studies that show that uh, illegals commit crimes at a lower rate than those who live here. I would cut out and say, where's the documentation? What study? Show me. Where is it? Same thing they're doing at Trump. Just uh, insane. Speaking of insane, um, Lloyd Austin, questioned by the great Elise Stefanik, Congresswoman, New York, at a congressional hearing today on his uh, hospitalization. Here's cut 335. So God forbid there was a retaliatory strike. Yeah. That would have caused potential delays, and it is unacceptable. Let me ask you this. What disciplinary action would a junior service member face if he or she failed to properly notify their chain of command and failed to report for duty? If, uh, if, a, if a service member was in a hospital, I think uh, the chain of command would... Uh, would be concerned about why they're in a hospital and and uh, and make sure that uh, they're doing the right things to take care of them and their families. But don't you think it's their responsibility to notify their commanding officer? I, I think uh, the answer is yes. Possible, yes. In, in my case, uh, you know, I I would expect that my organization would do the right things to notify uh, senior leaders uh, if I am the patient in the hospital. Yeah. 
It is unacceptable, and you have admitted as such that there was a breakdown in communication with the President of the United States, and I highlight the exact time, 4 a.m. January 4th, when you consider 10th Mountain Division soldiers and the potential for retaliatory attack, that breakdown is unacceptable. And you said something very important. You said there was never a break in command and control. But yet the President of the United States was not aware that you were outside of the chain of the command. Yeah. Look, this is a joke. This is a, this is a dangerous joke. He is a dangerous joke. I know he checks a lot of the boxes, but are you kidding me? He went on to later say, as we've heard before, oh, we put safeguards in place and, you know, we've done studies and, you know, we, we make sure that uh, there's now a procedure. You went into the hospital. For, with can You had cancer. You don't tell the president. You don't tell anybody. You need procedures in place. You need a, a, a plan. What is this, second grade? I mean, I, a second grade would go would, would would run smoother. This man should not be defense secretary of the United States of America, and he's full of crap. If a soldier went AWOL, went into the hospital, wasn't dead or unconscious, and didn't alert the authorities that he was going to be missing, he was in a hospital. He's not AWOL. He has reason. If, if he just didn't tell anybody, that guy would suffer the consequences. You know what consequences Lloyd Austin suffering? Let me tell them to you. None. None, 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 none. All right, folks. <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow. God willing, Steve Malsberg. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. 9 p.m. Eastern right here on TNT. TNT.